Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 13th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so in the traditions of our founding fathers using the supreme supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America, the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founders, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. A couple of tidbits from yesterday. PayPal now walks back plan to fine users 2500 bucks for misinformation. So I got a question. I'm not very intelligent, so you got to help me out with this. If um, PayPal says we're going to fine people 2500 bucks, and then they change their mind and they walk that back and say, no, I guess we're not going to charge people 2500 bucks because of the outcry. When they said they would, is that misinformation if they're not? Just wondering. <laughs> Republican Senator Mike Lee is in a close battle for re-election, according to a poll from, uh, oh, I don't know, Dan Jones or whatever it is, and associates. It's absolutely bogus. Folks, listen, McMullen doesn't have a chance on this green earth to win, and they know it. But they're manipulating the truth by polls. Can you trust the polls? Can you trust the media? No, we found out that they're all in bed with the FBI and the Justice Department, who flat out lies, right? So there you have that sad reality check. Now, Donald Trump rightly blasts Senator Mitt Romney for his refusal to endorse Senator Mike Lee. All right, understand that, you know, Mike Lee is in this battle uh, in the upper chamber. So Mike Lee's the senior senator. And uh, it's very interesting uh, in my mind um, how Mitt Romney won't support Mike Lee. You got to wonder why. Well, you should know why, because Mike Lee has been standing for liberty. All right. And Trump whitely, rightly blasts Romney. <clears throat> now, Lee is running for a third term in the upper chamber against former CIA officer and failed 2016 candidate Evan McMullen. By the way, McMullen is running now as an independent with the Democrats supporting him, right? He also endorsed Joe Biden in the 2020 presidential race. So you've got this whacked out McMullen guy that's a CIA guy, literally backed by the Democrats in Utah, who uh, backed Joe Biden. Uh, and now Mitt won't back Lee. You gotta wonder why. Boy, if we could be a fly on the wall. Or boy, if we could get behind politics uh, in Utah and get a glimpse of why and what's going on and what allies are, uh, you know, you get Romney gets into office because he circumvented the caucus system. And now Romney and McMullen working together on all kinds of weird, strange stuff. Who even knows? 
but they're both literally wolves in sheep's clothing, Democrats in Republican garb, uh, if you will. Now, we mentioned yesterday that the FBI offered in 2016 to pay ex-British spy Christopher Steele a million dollars for more evidence to, to prove what he claimed. Steele failed to prove the allegations, never receiving the million dollars, also then refusing to divulge source names at the meeting. See, I think uh, we're talking about criminals here. And who would be the criminal in the United States? The answer, FBI. We talked about the urgent truth about voter fraud. Prager you with those uh, great audios we played from the videos. Please share these powerful videos on voter fraud with your family and friends. Is, is voter fraud real is one of them, and how to steal election is another one of them. Great videos on PragerU.com. We talked about Eric. The Electronic Registration Information Center violates federal and state law. we got to get the states out of Eric if you want to get rid of election fraud, folks. The problems with universal mail-in balloting, we talked about that some. We talked about Damian Jones convicted in the 2020 election scheme on Friday. Harris County attorney announced that he was convicted of coercion, ladies and gentlemen, after he tried to affect the outcome of the election. Interesting. They say we claim there's election fraud without any evidence, but... Uh, then we produce evidence, and then they go, yeah, but it wouldn't have changed the election anyway. How do you know all these different things we're finding wouldn't change the election? How do you know when Barack Obama, for example, encourages illegals to vote, Obama lies and pretends they're citizens if they vote? We played that soundbite. Obama's clear message is there's no effective way to enforce the law that prohibits illegals from voting, is what he's really highlighting. The Colorado State's Secretary of State Office sent 30,000 non-citizens postcards encouraging them to register to vote. Well, here's what's interesting. They claim it was a mistake. Oh, golly, sorry. But Barack, years before that, said, hey, we want illegals to vote. It's fine. There's no way they can catch you. You can vote, and you're a citizen if you vote. Is that a backdoor granting of citizenship to get them to vote? And then is this mistake made by the Colorado Secretary of State? Is it really a mistake, or are they just kind of following Barack's lead? So let me get this right. If Alex Jones then can lie about the Sandy Hook folks and get in trouble, what about when Barack Obama lies and says, if you are an illegal, you can vote, and if you vote, it makes you a citizen. And then the Colorado Secretary of State following Barack's lead uh, and granting 30,000 people postcards, encouraging them to register to vote, all violations of the law. How is Alex Jones's lies worse than Barack Obama's lies? We can get into the Alex Jones thing because that's a, a big deal, too. We'll get into that later in the broadcast today. Illegal votes from non-citizens likely affected the 2020 election, new study says. A new study also says illegal votes by non-citizens could have sealed Biden's win based on prior elections. CNSnews.com, just the facts in that article at CNSnews.com breaks it down like nobody's business. 
the Census Bureau, for example, counted 21,749,984 non-citizens in the U.S. during 2019. If even 5% of those folks somehow voted, it will be well over a million illegal votes. Put that with dead people voting, and man, you've got enough vote fraud proven because of problematic voter rolls controlled by Eric, right? We talked about a world Ponzi scheme. Uh, Daniel Nadel in the uh, newamerican.com doing a great job highlighting that if the Federal Reserve continues its policy of, quote, aggressive interest rates hikes, we could lose hundreds of thousands of jobs spiking unemployment. The Fed has been pretty bold about that, saying, hey, we know that it's going to soften the job market. Things are changing rapidly to a recession. Joe, even kind of in a backhanded way, admitted a recession's coming. IMF, the International Monetary Fund, has a gloomy report as well. They say next year is going to be painful around the world. The IMF also says they got a bleak takeaway line, if you will. In short, the worst is yet to come, and for many, 2023 will feel like a recession. Even banker Jamie Diamond doubling down. U.S. recession likely within six to nine months. This is serious stuff, he said. The IMF sees stormy waters ahead globally. Why? Rising inflation, war in Ukraine, Chinese economic slowdown, gas prices going through the roof. Should I keep going or is that enough to make the point? That is the problem. Even Joe's being forced to admit it now. What a sad tale to tell in America, huh? Now, Donald Trump doing a great job blasting Mitt Romney for not endorsing Mike Lee. We agree. We also talked about Janine Small. She's the Pfizer's president of, quote, International Developed Markets. She was asked by Dutch um, MEP Rob Roos if the pharmaceutical giant had tested the vaccines on stopping the transmission of the COVID virus before it was entered into the market. Answer, no. You know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is happening in the market. What the heck is the speed of science? Answer, it's jettisoning science for political agendas. They never tested the vaccine to make sure they would prevent transmission of the virus. No wonder it didn't work, huh? We all got snookered and lied to it. It's criminal. Now, here's the worst part of it all, ladies and gentlemen. Turns out that sponsored by Pfizer, the media, so the media is sponsored by Pfizer, right? So that's why now the, um, they're ignoring the executive's bombshell admission. The silence of complicity is deafening. Art Moore writes that uh, incredible article on this from WND.com. Doing a great job. Why the media silence? Because they're all sponsored by Pfizer. They can't help it. Right? All right. The question is, will anyone promoting COVID shots ever do prison time? I doubt it. But we pray the answer is yes, because it's a criminal act of dishonesty, to say the least. And they all got caught. I'm Sam Bushman. Liberty Roundtable in seconds. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an immigrant. 
Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Live and on your radio, Brian Rust, RustQuinnegift.com, and Kelly Finnegan join me now. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you much, morning, Sam. Sam. Glad to be with you. Kelly? Good morning, Sam. Thank you, sir. All right, what's gold sitting at, Brian? Well, the paper price on gold right now is sixteen forty-seven thirty. Wow. That's uh, <laughs> down a chunk, huh? Down about... 69 bucks. 16, 47, 30. Time to buy gold, I guess, huh, Kelly? <laughs> oh, it's always the right time to buy gold. <laughs> Especially now, though. Ladies and gentlemen, 1647. So 16, 47, 30. How about silver, Brian? 1867. Wow, that's down a chunk, too, isn't it? $2. All right. Now, question that I have, though, is oftentimes when we see this, um, your ability to get, say, a Silver Eagle, Silver Dollar doesn't go down. There's still a whop and spread because the paper manipulation doesn't translate to metal exactly. Uh, what is it for me to get a Silver Eagle, Silver Dollar 2022 right now? Uh, they're about $37. They're not even changing, are they, every time you tell me that? Yeah, they're not changing. All right, there's just a bigger spread when the dollar supposedly goes up and the paper fake money goes down. Uh, even in gold and silver paper trades, if people took possession, they'd call a halt to the con game. And in the meantime, that spread's pretty whopping, man. It's over double now. That's an interesting twist, isn't it? Uh, it is. Uh, you, you know, I read an article by this uh, Craig uh, Hemke. Uh, you know, he, he wrote, you know, basically physical silver demand soars while digital silver demand plunges. 
you know, comics, they, they're dropping, you know, people are pulling the, the metal, they don't have the metal, and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, basically we're looking at this global physical com- uh, commodity demand driving in a shortage and shortfall for the metal, you know, based on this, uh, digital and so the digital and the physical are not and, and we've been saying that you know the prices may reflect this $18 to try to buy it I mean my demand is is I'm, I'm selling 5,000 rounds a week or more I mean it's uh yeah and and the length of availability is the next step I mean now we're seeing instead of two or three weeks delivery uh, I've been stockpiling metal and have it in store and so on where people can take it but if they want to wait for it at a, a better price, yeah, my my deliveries right now are the end of uh, uh, November, and uh, it'll just get wider. Well, and you got to ask the question too: How far apart will the real metal uh, become from the paper play game going on, uh, Kelly? What do you think about that? It's double now. That's that's surprising. Well, yeah, eagles are. You know, I had a lady asking why eagles were so much more expensive than other stuff, and I just said it's supply and demand you know if people want them then that makes makes them harder to get and then the price goes up um there are are other alternatives you know but it is it's just a matter of buy it when you can get it you know and if it's not there then you don't get it the paper price is great if you're you know trading often in that you don't want to move stuff around but if you're putting stuff away for yourself you want physical there you have it brian i find that uh Interesting. How much does it take just to get, say, a silver round or whatever? It's a bit less, right? Yeah, the rounds right now are in the $27 range. How much again? So, $27. All right, but that's still a pretty deep, that's a, still a pretty ripping spread, though, Kelly. It's halfway but between that, about. That's, that's $10 the, you know. less though than an eagle, but yeah, there's still a spread there, but it's, you know, it's the eagle, but it's 10 extra dollars to get it just because it's you know, it's got the eagle on there. So, all right. They say the world's they say the world's biggest cryptocurrency exchange confirmed that assets were stolen from the uh, they call it Binance Smart Chain Network. That's the latest in a series of attacks on so-called cross-chain. Bridges, uh, Binance is the world's biggest crypto exchange, and I guess they confirmed on Friday that five hundred five point seven million had been stolen in a hack of a blockchain bit uh, chain that runs, I guess, a bridge for asset transfers. So, bottom line is, you know, everybody tells me, man, this thing's transparent; you just can't hack it. But I turn around and I give you a story every single week about this, Brian. What the heck's going on? How dumb am I? It can't happen, but I just find every week a story. I mean, how many times have I brought this up? It's like a cadence. It's just like every single week. Oh, they got hosed down again there. And no, it can't happen, Sam. You need to learn about IT, Sam. It's like, what? <laughs> that's, that's awesome, Sam. You're, you hit it right. Right on there. Learn about IT. There, maybe, maybe it's it's so that they can create a better wallet to hold that uh, 
metal in or the, 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 the digital currency in or Bitcoin in or whatever it is. <laughs> what do you say to this, Kelly? I mean, it's just insane. Well, usually when that kind of thing happens, there's somebody on the inside who has allowed it to happen or given someone access and, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll even up later, you know. Even with counterfeit bills, usually the person that takes a bill is in on it with the person that passes it, you know, because there's some pretty bad ones. But, yeah, as long as human beings are involved with this and, and you know, there's an ability, people are going to work at that to try to figure out how to, to get around it. And, you know, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, it turns out that it's $570 million. Sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Five hundred seventy million. It's just been stolen in a hack <laughs> on a blockchain that it runs. It serves as a quote, like bridge for asset transfers between networks. I find that fascinating. It, it looks like they should be working to stop the hackers, but as Kelly said, they're probably maybe an inside thing, or they leave a a little backdoor type thing that they can kind of get in and out. I, I don't know. <clears throat> now, I also find this interesting. Um, they say this, and I find this just fascinating. The attack on the Binance Smart Chain network highlighted what they call weaknesses in decentralized finance or uh, where transactions are controlled by code. Software code is never bug-free. Binance's chief executive, Chinglin Zhao, said in an interview with CNBC. <laughs> now, I just find this fascinating. Isn't that what I've been telling everybody, Brian? You think this stuff can't be hacked. You think this code's perfect. You think it's all transparent, and you don't even know what you're talking about, people. This guy that <laughs> is the chief of this whole company says, hey, man. Software has bugs, and the bugs get exploited, and we get hosed. He emphasized, he says, no users lost money, but said that cross-chain bridges are particularly vulnerable to hacks, and the industry needs to get better by learning from them. Now, here's the question. <clears throat> Let me just understand this. If nobody lost money, what happened to the $570 billion? Or, I'm sorry, million, you guys. It's an M. It's a million. What happened to the $570 million if, if nobody lost any money? Where is it? Because they ought to send it to me. If nobody lost money and they can't find it, <laughs> they ought to just send it to Sam. Right? Nobody will be right. harmed if nobody lost any money, Brian. <laughs> See, I need to dumb the door nile there. And Here, I, I'd be, here's your smart, Sam. I mean, I'd be reaching out to them and saying no one lost anything and maybe – Maybe pass over some of that. I'm really, I'm and, just uh, saying if nobody lost any money, nobody's harmed. They might as well send it to stupid old me. I'll just call it redneck bit chain, redneck currency. RNC, you know, man. My, my brother-in-law went, you know, he <laughs> talked about some stocks he had. They went down and he lost X amount of dollars. And I said, did you sell the stock? And he said, no. And I said, then you haven't lost anything. You still have the same number of shares. And that's probably what he's thinking. That nobody's lost money, but somebody else has control of it. So that's how we are right. doing that. Well, then there's no theft <laughs> if nobody lost something. See, I'm just not very just smart. Lost. Either the money exists or it doesn't. 
either it's in somebody else's hands or it's not. Uh, either, you know, <laughs> all I'm saying is you just can't, you can't make something out of thin air and you can't take something away. It's somewhere or it doesn't exist, right? Well, we've, we've heard this before. If, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. That, right? I guess it's just like that. <laughs> wow. The doctor still exists and so does the person. The relationship is dissolved, but no other problems are. I, oh, man. Uh, this is Redneck Radio, ladies and gentlemen. We are absolutely, you know, we, we, we got the car keys in our ears when it comes to finance. We just can't understand what's going on. You know, I'm going to tell you what I understand. I understand it's all a big scam. That's what's going on. Hang tight. Kelly, Brian, and Sam on your radio. RussQuinningGift.com. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News. I'm Tony Maruso reporting. Conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has been ordered by a Connecticut jury to pay $965 million for defaming families who lost loved ones to the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre. Jones repeatedly called the 2012 mass shooting that killed 20 children and six adults in Newtown a hoax and their families crisis actors. The accusations resulted in years of threats and harassment by Jones' followers targeted at people already grieving the murders of their children and relatives. Robert Parker was singled out by Jones shortly after losing his daughter Emily in the shooting. Following Wednesday's verdict, Parker thanked his legal team. Our lawyers helped give me the strength to finally find my voice and to, and to fight and to stand up to what had been happening to me for so long and for how I let my voice be taken away from me and my power be taken away from me at the expense of my daughter and at the expense of my family. Haiti's in trouble. The U.S. has an interagency staff on the ground there trying to help Haitian officials deal with the nation's latest combination of problems, a humanitarian crisis brought on by a cholera outbreak and a security crisis in which violent gangs control the streets. U.S. State Department spokesman Ned Price says a message from the United Nations Secretary General has been taken into account. We are in receipt of the government of Haiti's appeal for urgent international armed security assistance to address the current humanitarian crisis in Haiti and the Secretary General's letter urging support for such a force. The U.S. on Wednesday authorized updated COVID-19 boosters for children as young as five. Tweet boosters rolled out for Americans 12 and older last month. One booster dose made by Pfizer for 5 to 11-year-olds and a version from rival Moderna for those as young as 6. This is USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. 
That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. All right, Donald Trump blasts Senator Mitt Romney for not endorsing Mike Lee, says it's literally abuse. Uh, You got Mitt Romney sitting idly by while Evan McMullen, backed by the Democratic Party, runs on the independent ticket. He ran in 2016 uh, and lost, and then he backed Biden. Believe it or not, he backed Biden for the president in 2020, McMullen did. Interesting indeed. What do you say, Kelly? Well, Mitt's a, a rhino, you know, so it I, I doesn't matter to me whether he endorses them or not. You know, it's, it's probably actually be a bad thing for, for Mike Lee if Romney endorsed him. So I wouldn't worry about it. Amen. The point's well taken. They're claiming it's a close race, and they're relying on a Dan, Dan Jones and Associates pollster group to do it. But, man, we've seen the FBI and the Justice Department literally promote uh, – Joe by ignoring the Joe Hunter scandals uh, and telling the media to, to fall in line and then promoting the fake information on Donald Trump. Again, another lie. And so you almost wonder, uh, remember, McMullen's a CIA operative, Brian. Uh, do you think that the CIA and the Justice Department and the FBI are in bed with this one somehow? How could this independent guy get even this much kind of support? Uh, he's a nobody and a CIA guy. I mean, anybody in their right mind to go, who wants this nutcase? Yeah, you know, they throw out as much uh, propaganda as they can. I hope I hope this poll is true. Uh, I, you know, I just you know they're throwing his ads are on every two minutes. I mean, they're pushing his agenda big time. So I, I'm hoping uh, my you know Mike can hold on and and maybe. You gotta wonder know, where all that CIA guy. money comes from, huh? Yeah, it's I, I mean this guy's <laughs> a, a wolf in sheep's clothing is what it is, and and I uh, hope the people can see that. Well, the other yeah. thing that happened is the Democrats didn't even put in a candidate. They're telling all of their people to vote right. for Mullen. So they, they know that they didn't have a shot. So this is what they're trying to do. So and it, okay. it'll work. And for, Senate, last. for Senate, we only yeah. have a one-party system then, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Unless you call the Independent Party a third party now. Maybe we ought to send a clear message to the Democrats in Utah that we're not going to vote Democrat anymore. We'll just vote Independent all the time. I just find that fascinating, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. But it really is important to know that the seven McMullen nut guy is a CIA guy. He literally lost the 2016 presidential bid. Um, He literally then, in addition, then backed Biden. And now the Democrats are supporting him. So very, very strange bedfellows, I'll tell you what, uh, with that. And Mitt Romney alone got in circumventing the caucus system as well. So, you know, shame on them all. Now, Janine Small, she happens to be at Pfizer's. Um, they call her President of International Developed Markets. She was asked by Rob Ruse overseas in the British Parliament or whatever. Um, he said to the, uh, the pharmaceutical giant, do any testing to know if uh, the Pfizer vaccine would prevent the spread of COVID. In other words, if you get vaccinated, did you guys do testing to see if people would? She said no. The speed of science was at stake, and we had to just deliver. We never even tested it. So now everybody's getting sick after they've been 
given the jab, and they never even tested it, she blatantly admits. So here's the question. Now the media is ignoring this bombshell because they get a bunch of money from Big Pharma. The question is, do you think anyone promoting the clot shots or COVID shots or whatever you want to call it, uh, do you think anybody will go to prison over these scandals? They've got caught lying over and over. Now they literally forced everyone to get the jab and get the vaccine passports, saying, man, if you take the jab, even Joe Biden lied, if you take the jab, you won't go to the hospital, you won't die, you won't be spreading the disease. Anybody who's not vaxxed can't move about freely because they'll spread the disease, but the vaxxed won't. They told that lie, and now the leader, one of the leaders of Pfizer blatantly admitted they never even tested to know if that was the truth. The speed of science, don't you know? The speed of science means you dismiss all science. It's psychotic, Kelly. Well, and the CEO of Pfizer was supposed to be there to testify, and he was a no-show, so she had to do it. And and I watched the and she, and they wouldn't even allow third parties to test it to see. Not only did they not test it, they wouldn't allow anyone else to do it. And and the biggest contributor to the FDA are the companies that they test their products for. It's not an Insanity. independent agency. Yeah. Hey Brian, Barack Obama has missing records. Uh, it turns out. So we're kind of wondering when the FBI is going to ransack his house, sir. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that. I'll wait to. How long should I wait to for this to happen? Yeah, the headline would be like Barry got busted today. <laughs> what do you think? Barack no, Obama no, has missing records, Kelly, and literally no accountability. You know, nothing's going to happen. Town hall <laughs> and others are wondering. Hey, man, when are they going to just go and bust into Barry's house? Well, and and like all these things that they take, they don't pack those things up. You know, the, the the Secret Service and that packs those things up for them that they can take. It's not like these guys are hiding records. But, you know, Hillary was using a personal server. Nothing happened, which was even worse than this. But, you know, they have their agenda. And, you know, they didn't go after all these people that were burning cities down. But they'll go after these guys that went on a tour of the, the Capitol, you know. So there's obviously an agenda. I don't know why you want to go out well, with my just, wife. She's been serving the country for years, Brian. <laughs> it's it's just like this uh, Pfizer and everything else. They're all in bed together, you know. And I think you know these pharmaceuticals came out. I think was right right at the start. They they were you know there's no we'll, you know we'll put this drug out here right here and we want total immunity. No one can come after us. No one can sue. No one can do it. And the government, oh yeah, we're going to give you. We got. We'll give you whatever you want. Just get this thing out. We got to get her going. That, how convenient now that that uh, oh we haven't done any testing. Well, we. I mean, we've been saying you, Sam. You've been telling the truth all this long, and how they, no one wants. I mean, they're not listening to any of that. I mean, you're catching them right and left. And so, same with Obama and. And Hillary and all the crap that's going on. I mean, it's one more thing. There you have it. All right. Um, Joe Biden's on a bender. Headline says Biden designates Camp Hale as a new national monument. Very interesting. They say it's a World War II era training site in Colorado. And they say the proclamation formally establishes the Camp Hale Continental Divide National Monument spanning more than 53,800 acres that will be, quote, protected 
and managed by the U.S. Forest Service. Um, I think that they need to start just simply arresting these presidents on the spot when they do this. Because if the president could just grab land, 53,000 acres, can't he just eventually just grab any land in the country that he wants to for any reason? And if these presidents keep this up, how long will it be till there's no land available, Brian? Well, I think it's kind of a fighting game. You know, the president comes in here and he wants to, you know, secure this, 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 and this, and throws out, and then the next president comes in and he removes all this, 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 and this, and it's almost like a chess match that goes on, bears ears, and and all these different things that are happening, you know, and and uh, you know what I think some of the land that's owned by some of these Native Americans, they're not happy with the fact that they're doing this, and then others say, well, we want this to happen so people can't come on our land. So I don't. It's a it's a pretty big. <laughs> it's no wonder the cost of housing is so expensive in the Intermountain West. <laughs> you can't get any land there, Kelly. <laughs> that's right. And when you look where they were at, you know, it was a pretty rough area. I don't know if they're going to go in and bulldoze the barracks where those guys were training or not, you know, because it's an eyesore. And and then, you know, like, oh, you, what 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 Indians? There, there weren't any Indians here ever. We got rid of that. So I, I think <laughs> and everybody's got to look like I did more than the guy before me. You know, <laughs> just gotta, I'm just kind of a redneck. And I go back to this thing called the Supreme Law. It's called the Constitution. And in there, I read a list of the reasons that the general government can own land. And then monuments ain't in there, Brian. They're just not in there, buddy. <laughs> well, they're gonna. They wrote it in in pencil. You didn't see it. It's not light. my it's copy. Faded. They didn't. <laughs> well, well the thing go, they just did is they just maybe it's part it of that missing paper. records. That permission. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But they they just lowered the tax base, you know, because now the tax the government will have to pay the taxes on that land. So, camp so hail. I guess does that mean hail to the chief? Is that the kind of camp we're talking about? Probably. I think the people are going to have to pay the taxes. Maybe they'll oh, have man. to rename it Camp Inhale. Well, he didn't <laughs> inhale. You can't <laughs> <Right>. do that. <laughs> For Bill Clinton. <laughs> Bill, yeah, there you go. I didn't. I didn't there you have it man I, I didn't inhale on that there now gas prices across the country they say are going through the roof and they've been going up for the last three weeks and now they say nationwide gasoline prices will surpass four dollars per gallon as oil prices spike brian and kelly respond in seconds we're talking about the honest money report on liberty roundtable live every week brought to you by rust Coinandgift.com. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. 
vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. All right, Barack Obama has missing records. When's the FBI going to absolutely knock his door down? Will anyone uh, promoting the criminal act relating to the COVID shots do prison time? Biden designates Camp Hale as a new national monument. 153,000 153, more acres. Is that the number? Let's see here. Um, the proclamation... Uh, 53,000 acres, so it's 53,800, almost 54,000. And how much land can they just continue to just grab, 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 grab? What will happen? The states will absolutely become less than political puppets to the general government if this continues. But don't worry, gas prices across the country have been going up for the last three weeks. They're about to hit $4 a gallon plus, Brian. Merry Christmas, sir. (laughs) Thanks. All right. It's looking good. Well, you know, I, I read, you know, watching this, these gas prices kind of climb, and and uh, there was an article that that said cheap food and cheap gasoline is over, you know, and and uh, basically if you you know look at these issues and so on, I mean, we're pulling out of our uh, you know reserves, and and, uh, and and that's just a disaster there. But I think one of the biggest things, you know, when we talk about cheap food too which is gone. No one's really talking about, you know, one of the major problems and, and, and that's your, uh, <clears throat> your, uh, fertilizer issue, global fertilizer production, which is affecting food and your natural gas and stuff again is a ba- another major issue that we haven't said much about, but I mean, as far as Europe, I mean, they're going to be in big problems this year into this when winter hits and so on. So there's a lot of big factors out there that we're not really hitting. We're just caught up in all this crap that goes on that the government twists us and takes us here and there and clutters our lives with. I don't know, Kelly, if uh, society can handle this. Well, you know, the, the Biden's releasing 10 million barrels of fuel. That's about what we use in a day. And if uh, OPEC's going to lower their production by 2 million barrels a day. That's a week. That would bring us up full for a week. You know, like you know, somebody said, this is spit in a bucket. This is, this is just for, you know, politics, 
and looking good and trying to bring the price down for the next month before the elections. And yeah, after after uh, November eighth, it's gonna things are gonna change a lot in the next month. So, so why don't we just um, why don't we just uh, you know try to become energy energy independent and just uh, deal with our own gas issues ourselves? As far as I understand, we have plenty of it. That's a great idea. The turnip in chief is doing what he's told. All right. There you have it. Hey, man, can your bird talk? We should see if it can say, send Biden to jail. Send Biden to jail. He's a criminal. He's a criminal. What do you think, Kelly? Yeah, he he likes to talk. It's a cockatiel, and he likes to sing and stuff. His favorite song is uh, My Angel is a Centerfold. Whoa! <laughs> or at least in the sky with diamonds. So, oh he, no! He, so, yeah, <laughs> I don't know where he picked that up from, but obviously my wife was listening to that. All right, <laughs> blame it on your wife. I get it, Kelly. I understand. Yeah. Hey, now I got to ask you guys about this thing. Now I'm I'm kind of stupid, and so you guys need to help help a feeble old mind out. Okay, this redneck just can't handle this complicated scientific stuff. You know. So they're going to jettison uh, science based on uh, the speed of science is the term they use to give you the jab without any tests to make sure that, it, you know, you won't be able to transmit the COVID or whatever. Uh, but then they've got this interesting asteroid thing. So it says NASA successfully diverted the orbit of an asteroid. They call it the uh, bubble asteroid redirection test. And they call it the BART BART probe mission i guess aimed to smash in to its target asteroid dimorphos and successfully change the asteroid's orbital direction and they say this is the first time in human history that our you know the human race has purposefully changed the motion of a celestial object demonstrating the potential of the Earth's asteroid deflection technology. Now, I'm kind of dumb, uh, but they say we got to take care of our planet. If we don't, nobody else will. They say so. By golly, we, <laughs> you know, we, we protected ourselves. But I, I just got a question: for at least six thousand years or more, humans have been on the planet. We haven't seen an asteroid destroy our planet yet, right? How do I know that so affirmatively? Because we're here, right? How dumb is that? And so my question to you gentlemen is this. They want you to believe that because you burp uh, or because the cows burp or whatever, that by golly, we're just ruining the atmosphere. And that's just going to absolutely warm up the planet. We're all going to die. But I got a question. If they start changing the orbits of other, uh, what do they call these? Uh if we start changing directions of celestial objects, could that harm our Earth as much as it could help it? Or have we done tests to make sure no harm will be done first? Remember, we're talking about science here. And we're talking about testing is essential. If we change the orbit, the direction of these celestial bodies, might it have an effect on our Earth that might not be as helpful as we had hoped, Brian? Or is that just a stupid question? Well, no, it's probably a good question. I'm not sure I... I understand all the parameters of changing the orbit, and we, I guess. No, but do they the either? Effort. Hold on, but do they well, either? I don't know. How that's, can they know if they've I never done it before? <laughs> good point. I have a good friend that he's a, 
he's an astronomer and looks at the stars all the time and teaches classes up at BYU and yeah, maybe we should bring him in and we could. I don't well, know. What do you Is think, Kelly? Of- I just, I'm just kind of stupid though. They're changing celestial body orbits and directions of things. Could it have dangerous effects on Earth life and our atmosphere if they do that? And the more they do it, could it create a greater effect? And how would they know or not know if they've never done it before? Oh, exactly. You might have just moved that thing into to strike the Earth later on. You know, and and. They, they do this all the time, you know, hey, we've got this pest. Well, let's make this, let's bring in this animal that we, you know, from another place and it'll get rid of it. And then that starts taking over. And like sparrows in Utah. You know, are there, there are no, or starlings. There's no starlings that are native to Utah. They were brought in to take care of a problem and now they're a problem. So, yeah, they, they do stuff all the time without knowing, you know. Whether it's a vaccine or anything, they don't know, but they'll do it because, you know, it looks like, hey, look, we're doing something. I just want to know how they're going to stop the sun from going supernova and taking out the Earth. Well, I just have no idea, but I know this. If you've never done it before, you can't know what the what the um, downstream effects will be, can you? Well, that's, no, I think you that's can't. Kelly's point. I think that's Kelly's point is is that they just they just do everything. They just try everything just to see what's going to do and oh, I guess that wasn't the best thing or this is what we should do. And they're the all they're the wizard of oz behind the curtain. See, they're the all powerful. So they make they make this choice and should know and they're telling people they should know, but we're kind of seeing the opposite in a lot of things that are going on. Anyway, like I just I just don't comprehend this. It makes me just seem so stupid, but I look at this and I just think, how can they know that what they're doing is going to end up being good? Or will they just be like, oh, yeah, we lost half the planet. I guess our, you know, (laughs) we've now researched and found out that, by golly, our, um, you know, diverting of celestial bodies isn't working out so well. We better go to, like, um, backup plan, holy crap, right? Because, man, Operation Holy Crap would go into effect, Kelly. Yeah, in Jurassic Park, you know, the mathematician, um, when he was like, you guys were more concerned about whether you could do something. You didn't think about whether you should do it. And that's exactly what's going on. Wow. (sighs) There you go. Bingo. I I don't even know how to respond to it. I mean, it's just crazy. Maybe these are just movie uh, producers that are bringing up these ideas and saying, hey, you can, we can create another movie that might, an asteroid hitting the Earth or superhuman dinosaurs or, yeah, new movie coming out. Well, while these yahoos don't have a clue, and they're going to literally manipulate celestial bodies that God sent, okay, because they want to play God, and they're like, hey, man, if no, no one's going to protect the planet but us. What about turning to God and letting the author or the creator of the planet protect it? I'm just thinking. Bingo. But, of course, I'm kind of stupid, so you got to, you know, do this plan. But I don't want them to just uh, invoke Operation Holy Crap because, man, that would be bad news, I think. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, the last headline to make the point is these folks in New Zealand or New Zealand's government, they are off their rocks. On Tuesday, October the 11th, 2022, they now propose taxing the greenhouse gases that farm animals make from burping and peeing as part of a plan to tackle climate change. Wow. 
Isn't that exciting? Go ahead and just move celestial objects and stop the animals from peeing. We're going to fix everything, man. The whole planet's going to be good. Kelly? Well, I was oh. going to say, you can look in about the, the Chinese Communist Party in 1960 wanted to get rid of all the sparrows because they were eating grain and figured out, well, we'll have more food for people. And so they put a bounty out for the sparrows, so everybody killed the sparrows. And then they realized the sparrows weren't eating that much wheat, but the locusts were, but the sparrows ate the locusts. So now they had even more <laughs> food going away because of that. And it's like, they're sure, you know, they did this look at the end of the hood of the car. They're not looking a half mile down the road. Oh, wow. But, yeah. On the sparrows? So, so is it taxation on the animals or the farmers? I mean, we're already, you know, we're already shutting down the farmers and the lifeblood, I think, of this country. But is it, if it's about taxation and what they can continue to tax, is it eventually, is it coming to us next? Every flush of a toilet? Every time you flush that, we're going to put a meter on everybody's toilet. And every time you flush it, you're going to have to, it's going to cost you a few cents more to flush that uh, down the drain. It's yeah, like they called it the sports. great. They called it the Great War on Sparrows. Uh, yeah. 1958, 1959, right? Yep. People need to look wow. that up. But you know, like <laughs> they want to tax corporations. I've never seen a signature of IBM or Apple. You know, all they do is take it out of the employees, or they make the consumer pay more for stuff. You can raise the taxes all you want; they don't care. They don't right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, all I know is this. I'm not moving to New Zealand or China anytime soon. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, Sam, if you move out to Kanosh, you're out to somewhere else. Maybe they still follow you. Last question for you. You only got 10 seconds. Kelly, what do we do? People are panicking. How do we hold tight and be stable? Uh. Be, be still and know that I am God. Know somebody's Amen God. Amen to that. Yeah. Great work, Brian. Great work, Kelly. Folks, listen. If you want a friend in the honest money business, rustcoiningift.com. That's your answer. Money, real money, is more affordable right now against fake money. Rustcoiningift.com to get yours today. Thank you, Brian. Hey, thanks, Sam. Thanks, Kelly. Yep, thank you, Sam. Next Talk week. to you guys soon. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Roads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for August, October. I'm sorry, October the 13th of the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two, and the goal always 
to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. The Blueprint for Liberty, the Supreme Law of the Land, the Constitution for the United States of America is our guide. And the checks and balances are absolutely brilliant. They're one of the peaceful solutions we still have at our fingertips. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. All right, folks. Um, last hour, Kelly Finnegan brought up this uh, what's called War Against Sparrows. China, 1958-1959. And um, it really highlights kind of this problem. you got government, they always think they know the answers. But it doesn't work out well. Okay? It just doesn't work out well. Government is out of control. Uh, and same thing with this global warming discussion. Now New Zealand's government on Tuesday proposed taxing greenhouse gases on when animals or cows when they burp and when they pee really burping and peeing is the problem you see they're crazy these people are absolutely off their rock crazy (laughs) i just i don't even know how to respond to this anyway that's where we are in america today and around the world all right now I got to talk about this. There's a new article in Forbes, and it says this poll. So they took a new poll. (laughs) Most in the U.S. say misinformation spurs extremism and hate. Now, I agree with that. They say today, overall, 91% of adults say the spread of misinformation is a problem, with 74% calling it a major problem. Only 8% say misinformation isn't a problem at all. Now, I don't know how to respond to all that, And I'll tell you why. Because the government is the most guilty party of spreading misinformation. So really what the poll needs to do is ask government, hey, do we believe government's at the core of that? Or what? Right? Um, I don't know really how to respond to that because I don't think those questions are being asked. But those are the questions that need to be asked in my mind. Look, the government's the one that told you, hey, Joe Biden was the leader, your president even. And Congress didn't challenge him. The courts didn't challenge him. So you assume they go along to get along and agree, right? Um, But literally, Joe Biden said, if you take the vaccine, you won't go to the hospital and you won't die. You won't be spreading the disease. Well, that turned out to be a lie, a flat out, absolute, complete lie. You also know that the FBI and the Justice Department have literally been in bed with the media to tell lies about Donald Trump's dossier. It was bogus. It was false. Hillary and the government funded it. A candidate and the government are in bed together to fund propaganda against another candidate. And the media was then coerced and forced, according to Mark Zuckerberg, to carry the lie. 
You had Operation Mockingbird, where the government has been controlling the media for decades. Court cases proving they're all in bed together, right? It's just shocking. So when a poll comes out and says, hey, man, most in the U.S. say misinformation misinformation spurs extremism and hate, like 91% say it's a problem. 74% 74% say it's a major problem. Only 8% say it's not really a problem at all. That's Forbes magazine. And you go, what? But the government's primarily the one telling all the lies. Now, other people have opinions on things. When do you have a right to your opinion? When do you have a right to maybe say something that's not factual or not accurate or you have your own take versus when does the government have the right to blatantly uh, lie and get caught at it? See, that's the problem. You say, why do you ask that all those questions about this, Sam? Well, because Alex Jones is in the news like nobody's business. Headline says a Connecticut jury awarded the victims and ordered Alex Jones to pay nearly $1 billion, with a B dollars to Sandy Hook families over the elementary school shooting. Why? Because they say he was spreading lies. Now, the problem that I have with this is when you read the free speech clause in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, does he have the right to lie if he wants to? What if he believed it was the truth from a psychosis and now he knows it's not true like he said? Now, some would say, well, this isn't a free speech issue, Sam. He crossed the line. He went beyond that. I mean, we're talking about defamation of these poor people, assassination of their characters. I mean, it's literally libel and slander against these people that Alex Jones was committing. He absolutely lied. When the facts are staring him in the face, saying, hey, when the sun rises, and he says the sun's not coming up, it's literally giving him a sunburn kind of a thing. He can't do that. My question is, why not? They do it to you all the time. They literally murder babies in the name of abortion and say it's a woman's right to choose as they commit murder. And now the Republicans don't even have the guts to stand against abortion. But I digress. Now, Alex Jones did lie and was attacking people and harassed people. And I get a recompense may be needed for that. When do you cross the line and tell blatant falsehood lies for money? And that's maybe the case with Alex Jones. But the problem is, does the punishment match the crime? So you got abortion doctors that literally murder hundreds of thousands of babies. And you've got uh, undercover folks that have recorded where Planned Parenthood in bed with government is selling baby body parts. Hey, when we abort and kill the baby, make sure you're gentle not to ruin the body part. We can get big money out of those body parts. And the guy that then goes undercover to report all this is the one in trouble. And the abortion body body part mills in bed with your government uh, is not even touched. And then the government can lie and create the biggest hoax on the planet about these vaccines and say, hey, they're safe and effective. Emergency authorization. And then we turn out they're not safe and effective at all, says the Pfizer exec. 
Well, now your government, is that who's worse, Alex Jones for lying about Sandy Hook to make money? Or your government peddling baby parts to make money and then prosecuting those who try to call a halt to the con game? Who's worse? So I'm not defending Alex Jones, folks. This is a very complicated case. And there's a lot of different views on it. And so I'm going to teach you how I break down my views. Okay? I'm going to go through what I do in my mind to help me understand, uh, dissect, and then deliver my commentary or my views on topics. This is a great one to do it with. Does Alex Jones have his right to free speech? Absolutely he does. Can he tell lies if he wants to? You betcha. Politicians do it all the time, right? I mean, Joe Biden literally says there's no election fraud. But that, in the same time, he says he's got the greatest vote fraud organization on the planet. Donald Trump says, hey, there's vote fraud everywhere. Who's lying? Well, both of them claim without evidence. Both of them claim they've got information. Both of them, how do you know the truth? Some people say there is a God. Others say there's not a God. You can't prove there's one. Somebody else says you can't prove there's not. So facts are very difficult to determine. You know, somebody says, well, the sun's coming up. You can feel it, right? You know it. You can see it, right? Look into it. You got to close your eyes. It's so bright. It's there, right? Somebody else says, no, your whole life is a dream. Your whole life is one big dream. You're not even really literally here. It's all an avatar, figure of your figure, a figure of your imagination, right? Or a figment, I'm sorry, a figment of your imagination. So the debates rage on some of the most fundamental things. But when the founders said you have a right to free speech, they didn't take that right away from you if you tell lies or if you're not truthful. So I have a problem with them finding Alex Jones for supposedly lying because he has every right to if he believes differently and or if he lied, he has every right to spin lies. The First Amendment doesn't say you have your freedom of speech unless you lie. Then you don't. And the founding fathers would side on the Giving the benefit of the doubt. you got to give the benefit of the doubt to the victims. Now, you could say, well, wait a minute. What about the attacks that have been and the fear that these victims have had to live under because of his lies? Well, now you're getting somewhere to a different discussion. When does your free speech rights end and when does reality take over? If I yell fire in a crowded theater, have I crossed the line? Many would say that's the quintessential example. That's right. Let's talk about a few other quintessential examples as we dig into this further. We're talking about Alex Jones on your radio. Or are we? This is a battle. A battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to LocalHoneyMan.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, 
Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. We're talking about the Alex Jones case in a way. He just got fined almost a billion dollars. A Connecticut jury ordered Alex Jones to pay nearly a billion dollars to the Sandy Hook families because they claim he lied about Sandy Hook and harassed these people. Now, lying, if he wants to lie, I think his free speech rights cover that. Then they go on and they say Mr. Jones' annual revenue have topped $50 million in recent years from selling what they call diet supplements, survivalist gear, and gun paraphernalia on his radio shows. Right? His radio and TV shows. But you know what, folks? A lot of people sell supplements, survival gear. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. And so what I don't like is they're using this to make it sound like what they try to do is play on your emotions and manipulate you. All right? They try to manipulate you by saying, man, this guy's made a ton of money. And what happens when they say that, they tie it to these lies that he told. uh, And they then kind of make you believe that Gall, a liar that makes $50 million a year, owes these people. But see, I don't agree with that. Let's break down topics. Does Alex Jones have the right to lie or tell things as he sees it? Because those two are very, very, very narrow line between the two. I think he does. Should he be fine for it? I don't think so. No. I'm defending Alex Jones. However, the harassment that comes from Alex's drumbeat on this that the individuals have experienced is wrong and should not happen. Okay, we should not use our language, folks, to create a tax on others. I agree with that general premise. But if that's the case, if we're going to make that tie, are we going to make the tie between Barack Obama uh, running around and saying, hey, illegals can vote, nothing stops them from voting, And uh, when you vote, you're a citizen. Now, there's laws against illegal voting. And so when Barack suggests that, hey, illegals can vote, he's really encouraging breaking the law. How many illegals voted because Barack made them feel comfortable in doing so? How much should we fine Barack for that cause and effect? You see, the, the, the problem is we are responsible for our own actions and not for Adam's transgression. We need to understand this principle. So is Alex Jones wrong for ratcheting this up? 
Absolutely. Uh, does he have free speech rights? Absolutely. Does he have the right to sell? <clears throat> and is that annual revenues are above $50 million? Absolutely. And they all should not be tied together. Now they say this, and here's where I have a problem. The six-person jury was tasked tasked with determining how much the InfoWars show host should pay the 15 plaintiffs, including the victims' families, and an FBI agent for calling the massacre a hoax. Well, the problem is when you're a jury, we lack the fully informed jury reality here. First off, you only get a six-member jury. I thought juries were supposed to be 12 members. And if the juries are 12 members, what if one of them didn't convict or wouldn't go along with this? It would change the game. Well, if he only has six, not 12, he doesn't have near the chance to be innocent. In other words, one juror that says we're not going to prove this to be guilty could have changed the game. But if there's only six of them, is that fair? And then when you take these people, it was near Sandy Hook that I guess this trial was happening. So I got a question. What is a jury of peers for Alex Jones? Is it 12 people that are like-minded to him? See, guys like me would be a peer to Alex Jones, another syndicated talk show host, right? Somebody who makes their money uh, selling supplements or selling products, as many of us do. Somebody who uh, understands the free speech game and is in that game like we are. His peers wouldn't be people in another community. Alex Jones lives in Texas. And these people are near Sandy Hook. Um, And I don't know that any of the six were kind of his peers. What is a jury of peers? Is it just any old person out there? What if it's got illegal aliens on there? What if it's got um, a white supremacist on there? Or what if it's got, what I'm saying to you is you can't just have any group of Americans be peers. And you can't just have the the lawyers on each side pick friendly and foe people that don't have any uh, understanding of Alex Jones's views or beliefs or thoughts. I agree with Alex Jones that the Sandy Hook massacre uh, is not exactly as we've been told. We don't have the real intel on that. The government's covering up and manipulating something. That doesn't mean that I think it never happened. I'm not a denier either. I just don't trust the government to tell me the whole story. And I don't trust it to be exactly as we're told by the government. But that doesn't mean that I think it didn't happen. Don't call me a denier. I'm not saying it never happened. That's what Jones said. But, folks, when I see a six-person jury, I immediately go, that's not a fair jury. And I don't see a jury of his peers at all. And then it says this. The six-person jury was tasked with determining how much the InfoWar host should pay. What about determining if he should pay at all? Is that on the table? Or is it just a how much question? See, a fully informed juror would be smart enough to say, hey, man, this isn't a jury of his peers. This is a stacked witch trial prosecution against this guy. Uh, This is a witch hunt. This is insane. Now, even if you believe that Alex wasn't kind to these victims and wasn't appropriate, and even if you believe there was harassment, you've got to look at kind of the punishment matching the crime a little bit and go, a billion dollars? Are you kidding me? Look, if Alex Jones makes $50 million a year, just so you know, it's 20 years to get a billion dollars. And that's every single dollar. 
And did Alex Jones really make fifty billion dollars a year, or did he sell fifty? Bi- uh, I'm sorry, make fifty million dollars, or did he sell fifty million dollars worth of product? And then you got to take out the overhead of the cost and a lot of the expenses. I don't know. I don't know his real thing, but to put out all this stuff in the media is just absolutely assassinating the character of Alex Jones. It's saying, hey, he lied. You know, you can't say it's his opinion. He lied. Um, you, you say he made $50 million a year from this stuff. Right? His annual revenues topped $50 million. What's his real take-home number? You know, I don't know, but I know this from experience. If you're selling products most of the time, I mean, even if you have a 50% margin on your product, which is called Keystone, incredible margins, instantly that becomes $25 million. And then when you start to take your staff and everything else into consideration and the cost to do business and computers and staff and everything else, maybe the guy clears $10 million at the end. Well, how long does it take at $10 million to pay a billion dollars off? $10 million a year for 10 years gets you $100 million. Right? What, 100 years to get a billion dollars? The number is absolutely psychotic and will never be paid. Write that down and remember who told you. Jones calls the judgment a joke. And I think it's a sick joke, but I agree with Alex on this. Jones asked, quote, do these people really think that they're going to get money? He then implored his audience to donate money to help keep InfoWars alive. His free speech system's already declared bankruptcy, but he says he'll do a 16-hour show and raise money and beg for money so he can keep InfoWars alive. Now, (laughs) this is really hard to understand or hard to dig through. So, uh, you know what? I get that Alex Jones wants to keep his show alive. I get that they've already forced him into bankruptcy. I get that there's not even close to enough money there. This billion dollars is a price tag never to be achieved, but it's all designed to peddle the porn of shock value in the media. So I got a question. If they say Alex Jones owes a billion dollars and he can really never pay that amount, he can't pay that amount, folks. There's no money where that came from to get that done. If they then do that, is it propaganda? Is it misinformation to say Alex Jones owes a billion dollars knowing full well that he can and will never pay that amount, but they peddle that for shock value in the media? Now, should we find them for their lying about, hey, this is a fair uh, you know, payment or whatever? One plaintiff, as far as I understand, got $120 million. Does it deserve $120 million for harassment? Huh? Well, and I got a question for you. The IRS has been harassing me for my whole adult life, which has been about 35, 37 years in the workforce. If the IRS has been harassing me for 37 years, forcing me to pay into the penalty of perjury, a tax that I do not owe, how much money should I get for that? This guy got harassed for a few years by um, Alex Jones. Um, wannabes or whatever you want to call it and and now um, they say uh, the guys get it's 120 million how much money should I get because the IRS absolutely lies and harasses me right this is Liberty Roundtable Live and I'm Sam Bushman
exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Brand new consumer price index data released Thursday morning showed that the consumer prices climb more quickly than expected. That's bad news for the Federal Reserve as it tries to gain control with higher interest rates. Overall inflation climbed 8.2% in the year through September. That's more than what economists recently surveyed by Bloomberg had expected. The Chatham County Police Department and the FBI have confirmed they believe 20-month-old Quentin Simon is no longer alive. Police in the Georgia Coast community have named his mother, Leilani Simon, as the prime suspect in his disappearance and death. But no arrests have been made at this time. Police Chief Jeff Hadley. We believe with the continued assistance of the FBI, we will have a resolution to this case. We understand that people far beyond Chatham County have become emotionally invested in this incident and the search for Quentin, and they want answers. A Freedom of Information Act has exposed Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for lying to the American people. Mayorkas was told that the 2021 clash between Border Patrol agents and Haitian migrants was being misconstrued and no beatings ever took place. Hours after learning the facts, Mayorkas joined a White House chorus claiming agents were strapping the immigrants and those responsible were going to pay. Ukraine's capital region was struck by Iranian-made kamikaze drones early Thursday morning. This is the fourth consecutive morning Russia indiscriminately fired missiles into Ukraine, often hitting residential areas. Kyiv regional governor has said the strike occurred in the area around the capital. Ukrainian officials said that 13 people were killed and 37 wounded over the past 24 hours in the Russian terror campaign. Washington plays Chicago in tonight's Thursday night football game on Prime TV. USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. So they say Alex Jones has created an environment of harassment, intimidation, and death threats for these poor victims, but it's only gone on for a few years. How many death threats they really all got is, you know, time to tell, etc. But you know what? you got to prosecute those who made the death threats, not Alex Jones. He didn't make any death threats. How much should the IRS then, along this logic line, how much should the IRS pay Sam Bushman for lies? For creating a living hell of harassment and intimidation, listen, for more than 35 years. 
right? The IRS has been harassing me, ladies and gentlemen, for more than 35 years. Their intimidation is out of this world, right? All right. Now, let me tell you how I kind of break this down. All right. I look at issues when I see this big old Alex Jones thing, and there's a lot to it. It's complicated. It's easy to emotionally get trapped into thinking certain ways. You've got to set aside your emotions for a second, and you've got to ask honest, fundamental questions, and you've got to take issues one at a time. So, does Alex Jones have the right to lie? Is that part of free speech is the question. The answer is yes. Because when is it a lie versus when do you believe it? And even so, you have the right to lie. People do it all the time. All right. So does he have the right, though, to encourage people or whip people up into a frenzy to get them to do wrong and create death threats or intimidation or harassment on others? That's where the line gets blurred quickly. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater because everybody might panic and create a panic and people might get stomped and smashed. And you know what? You've got to work on an orderly disbursement is the idea. In other words, people's safety matters. And so when he starts to, you know, crank up the harassment uh, and start to name names and places and phone numbers and people and addresses or anything like that that literally puts, I don't know if I should use this term, but quote the crosshairs, quote figuratively on somebody, that crosses the line in my opinion. Doxing people is a a problem. Violating privacy of people uh, is a problem. Uh, Not letting people come on the air. In other words, if you attack somebody and say you're an actor or an actress, you're faking, you're lying. You know, Alex Jones didn't let them come on the radio and tell their side of the story. These are all problems. Should there be accountability for that? Yes. There should, right? Okay, should a six-man jury do that? I don't think so. We need a jury of our peers. Alex Jones is innocent until proven guilty. So he has a right to a fully informed jury of 12 jurors that are his peers. Are the people that judged him a thousand miles away in Connecticut versus Texas where he lives and these people that are surrounded by this complicated uh, case that's in the news everywhere, um, are these six people really his peers? See, I don't think they are. Judge Jones calls judgment a joke. Is finding somebody a billion dollars when you know they can never pay that much? On the up and up and honest and correct, no, not even close. So you look at these issues one at a time, and you say, look, I'm defending primarily Alex Jones. I'm not defending him crossing the line and keeping this drum beat up because I think it's wrong. It did drive listeners to his show. It did make him a bunch of money. I get it, and I think it's bad. But how bad? Right? The IRS has been harassing me for 35 years, saying you better pay your income tax or we're going to clean your clock, and I've, I've known friends who have gone to jail, and uh, near my dad's grave is a gravestone that says, cause of death, IRS. You know, and so what about that, see? What about when Barack Obama lies about his birth certificate? What untold stress does that have on me when I think he might be a uh, foreign terrorist agent pretending he's an American citizen so he can be president? Well, what about Joe Biden and his dereliction of duty where he doesn't even know where he's at? Does that bring untold stress to me? I'm harassed by a president that doesn't even know what he's doing, and I'm thinking this guy's got his hand on the political football? 
the nuclear football, and this guy can't even put two sentences together hardly, uh, and this guy doesn't even know where he is half the time. And there's untold fear and hate and misinformation there. What about the lies about the vaccinations? What about the lies about global warming and that I'm the cause? What about the great war against sparrows by the communist Chinese government, 1958-1959? And how does that relate to global warming or climate change today? What about NASA successfully diverting an asteroid, changing the direction of celestial planets? Will that have an effect on us? What about New Zealand's government proposing tax increases because cows burp and pee? Yeah. See, most in the U.S. believe that, hey, propaganda misinformation is bad and wrong, 91%. It spurs, it spurs extremism and hatred. 74% say it's a major problem. Well, now you bring it to Alex Jones and you go, hey, should he really have to pay a billion dollars to the Sandy Hook victims? The real victims are dead, are they not? Now you say, well, the families are victims too. I know. But they're secondary victims. You can't pay the dead people. You can't pay the real victims. And that's why I'm saying this harassment is not good. But really a billion dollars, an extravagant amount. How much will this then affect our free speech rights as Americans? Now, I got a buddy named James Edwards, well-known talk show host. The Political Cesspool.org is his website. And he uh, was, you know, just living his life and the newspaper in Detroit, Michigan, literally said he was the leader of the KKK. That's an absolute blatant in-your-face lie. Well, how much harassment has James Edwards experienced because of that? Maybe James Edwards needs to go back and sue the newspaper and say, listen, you've harassed me and lied about me. Look, that's the quintessential definition of libel and slander when you literally say someone's a KKK leader. They're not even a member, much less a leader of the organization. But the court said that was fine. Now, you know what? I appreciate that Alex Jones is wealthy, but you know what? There's nothing wrong with being wealthy in America, folks. Don't let that emotionally sway you. The fact that he makes $50 million a year on his supplements and everything else, you can't just emotionally tie that and go, that rich guy's better pay. We need to be wiser than that. So I'm challenging the six-person jury. I'm challenging the penalty meeting the crime. I'm challenging if people will ever get that money. And at the end of the day, Alex Jones calls it a joke and gets to raise money from his faithful listeners on the back end of now he's the victim. Alex Jones got beat up a billion dollars for just giving his opinion on Sandy Hook. How much should the IRS pay Sam Bushman for lies? Well, how much now should they pay Alex Jones? Because, wow, they've now demonized him into the boogeyman. He's like the evil devil. You know, okay, the, there's problems with all this. All right, now, Republican candidates promised us they would stand for pro-life. They said they were pro-life. They said they were against Obamacare. And everywhere we turn, we find out they lied. They didn't get rid of Obamacare like they promised when they got elected. Shame, ladies and gentlemen. Now it says across the nation, Republican candidates are waffling on their abortion positions, denying past behavior. They say GOP candidates have been erasing sections about abortion from their websites. 
and trying to change the subject. So now you have Republicans that are lying. Can I sue the Republican Party and all the Republican uh, elected officials for lying and telling me they're going to stop murdering babies if they get the chance? And they're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, make sure that I don't have to be subject to the intimidation of Obamacare. And then I find out they lied, just like they claim Alex Jones lied. And therefore, hey, can I get a bunch of money? See, we've made certain issues so politically, uh, what's the term, volatile, explosive, that you bring up Alex Jones and you're like, oh, that's the Sandy Hook guy that lied to everybody that got fined a billion dollars, man. I'm not going to ever do a podcast or be a talk show host again. Wow. But your congressmen and senators can literally lie to you at election time and then get in office and not have any intention of doing the things that they promised they would do or saying the things or standing for the things that they promised they would or would not stand for, they would be for or against, if you will. What about that, ladies and gentlemen? Think about what I'm saying to you. Is there a difference between a politician lying to me and saying, hey, Sam, I promise I'll vote to get rid of Obamacare. You elect me, buddy, I'll get her done. We voted 40 times to already get that done. We've just been held back by the other guy. And then they get in office and they don't vote for it. They don't stand for it. They don't make it a center stage issue at all. Is that harassing me and mocking me and lying to me to the point where I should sue and have a six-person jury award me a ton of money? See the problem we've got, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9:6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Why don't we say to the government writ large, that they have to spend a little bit less. Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, 
I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the headline says this. No-knock raids frequently put police and civilians at heightened risk, according to a new American Legislative Exchange Council. They call it an ALEC report. Uh, A-L-E-C. That's the American Legislative Exchange Council, ALEC. Okay, now, let me ask you a question. They've been doing no-knock raids for a long time. People have been hurt. The wrong people have been shot. Uh, You know, women have been forced to stand naked for hours while they find out it's not even the right house. We've heard all these stories and reported on all this. So when no-knock raids frequently put police and civilians at heightened risk, according to a new American Legislative Exchange Council ALEC report. They say an estimated 20,000. No, 200,000, I guess it is. Let me think. How How does this work? It's 20 and then four zeros. How much is that? 200,000? Two zero comma zero 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 zero. What's that? I gotta look that up to see what that is. It's a lot. Law enforcement raids are conducted annually nationwide. With warrants do not require the police to announce their presence or identify themselves before entering homes. That's what Alec Criminal Justice Task Force Director Nino Marchese's report says. Think about that number. That number is huge, folks. Now, is that harassment? Is that intimidation? They call no-knock raids double-edged swords that often increase the injury or death for police officers and civilians. And so the Justice Department issued a 21, I'm sorry, a director saying, hey, you can do these no-knock raids when you think the guys might get out of control and you have to. Right? Wow, that's interesting. I don't know where to go with this. But I got a question. Are we going to really bust Alex Jones for this intimidation and harassment, but leave these no-knock warrant raids alone? Remember, that's what happened to Donald Trump, right? Where do we go with this? See, I look at these kind of things, and I'm just shocked at what we allow to happen. And then you've got these bureaucrats lying, right? Shame across the nation. Republicans are jettisoning the abortion uh, issue. They won't stand for pro-life anymore. And now you got these no-knock raids. 
frequently put police and civilians at heightened risk, according to this report. Right? They call no-knock raids double-edged swords. I know I'm repeating myself, but think about that. How does that work then? Can we go after these people? Right? What do you think on this, Cameron? You've got this situation where these no-knock raids are literally attacking, intimidating people, getting the wrong houses and all this stuff, and it heightens danger for everybody. It's 200,000, I guess is the number. That's what I thought. 200,000 of these raids happen every year in America. Is that okay? See, to me, it's not okay at all. To me, it's absolutely out of control. Okay? 200,000 no-knock raids. And oftentimes, we hear about them getting the wrong people and everything. How many of these people should be able to sue? And how many of us should be able to sue with this claim? You know, they haven't raided my house yet, but I have standing, and here's why. I feel like they could hit my house any minute. By golly, I'm just sitting in my house doing my talk show right now, peaceful as could be, talking about the law of the land and the rule of law and free speech and God, family, and country and, and um, you know all these things, the supreme law of our land, the Constitution, encouraging people to be peaceful. But, man, I'm in fear and intimidation that the government's just going to kick my door in tomorrow. We're on literally 100% harassment mode right now, right? They say these warrants do not require police to announce their presence ahead of time or even identify themselves before entering homes. Can they just enter my home without that? Now, what if they say, oh, well, we had to get a, we had to do one of these no-not warrants for Sam Bush, but he's a talk show host. He could be dangerous. He believes in the Second Amendment. Well, ladies and gentlemen, they don't have any evidence of me being dangerous whatsoever. I've lived 55 years in the United States of America, and I don't have a criminal record at all. In fact, the FBI, believe it or not, has all my thumbprints, all my palm prints, and all of my fingerprints. Because if you ever try to get a license for, say, a mortgage broker or insurance license, which I've had both in the past, you've got to give all that to them so they can do a background check on you to make sure that you're okay to practice in the, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, securities kind of market or financial world. So they have no reason to think in any way that I would be a danger or a threat. But will they just claim we thought Sam would be a threat? I mean, after all, the Southern Poverty Law Center, Sam runs one of the biggest hate groups in the state of Utah. What's the hate group, you ask? Oh, it's just Liberty News Radio. It's just a one-man band. I own it, and I run it, and I do my talk shows, and I do what I do. But see, the Southern Poverty Law Center in bed with your government would say, that's terrorist activity, right? Uh-huh. All right, final story of the hour. They say why hurricanes are intensifying and at a faster pace. Elena Chow writes this article. And I have a problem with this whole article because I think it's a propaganda lie. And I don't know that she has the right to uh, lie like this, right? But they say storms can intensify predict or uh, quickly and unpredictably. 
and it presents a big problem for public safety officials who have less time to assess threats. Early on Monday, this is when Hurricane Ian was rolling, right? They say a tropical storm with heavy rain and winds of at least 73 miles per hour, but experts say that the storm is gaining power rapidly. And if recent history is any guide, it could intensify dangerously as it nears. And in this time, they were talking about the story being nearing Cuba. As soon as the climate warms, more storms are undergoing this rapid intensification, growing quickly from relatively weak tropical storms to Category 3 or higher hurricanes in less than 24 hours. Sometimes stunning forecasters and giving residents literally little time to prepare. And then they say this. Here are key facts. Interesting. Key facts. Here are key facts about how climate change can rapidly intensify tropical storms. Warning, warning, I'm sorry, warming oceans, fueling higher winds, more than 90% of the excess heat from human-caused global warming over the past 50 years has been absorbed by the oceans since 1901. They say sea surface temperatures have risen. Uh, anyway, how do they know that's a fact? They don't. They're lying. Then they go on and talk about Hurricane Ida and how it strengthened so quickly. However, the study's findings, they say, were localized. And they say that it could be different on a global view, not just a local view. They say it's a forecaster's worst nightmare for one of these hurricanes to develop so quickly overnight. I appreciate all the propaganda. I appreciate all they're saying, but they don't have any evidence of this fact. They're lying. So let me get this right. They can lie and drive panic into fear in America, but it's misinformation, folks. They don't know because cows fart and pee that that's causing or that you live on the planet that's causing these problems. But they're moving ahead with their lies anyway, right? <laughs> that's the problem I'm having, folks, is we can't trust these people to tell the truth. And they single out an Alex Jones as if he's the biggest liar on the planet. And by golly, he's got to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. My fear is that's going to chill free speech around America. And my fear is it's going to start the ball rolling for them to attack any host that they believe is peddling something that they deem false. Who's they? Your deep state government operatives. That's who. They've already talked about arresting people for speaking out against global warming, right? So I'm not on uh, shaky ground to say that it's a concern. Right? Does that mean I should stop speaking out? 
about all the topics that I do? Because what they'll tell you is most of my stuff they'll say is a lie. They'll say, Sam without evidence says there's election fraud. Sam without evidence says that the vaccines are bogus and bioweapons. Sam without evidence rejects global warming and uh, election issues. And Sam, Sam, Sam's the bad guy. We better get Sam. Well, see, the problem is they've started with Alex Jones, then they'll eventually go to me. But, of course, you guys could all say this. You know, they came for the Jews, and I wasn't a talk show host, so I didn't worry about it. Yeah. And when, if you lie about vaccines or some of these things, when does it turn into medical violence? When you force people to take a jab. Or you force people to say or do things that they don't believe in. So if they force me to say something different about global warming than I believe or say something different about COVID or anything else than I believe, does it turn out to be medical violence? Folks, this is serious. I don't stand for the misinformation Alex Jones peddled. But I do say this, the penalty does not match the crime. The jury was a sham, and he deserves his right to free speech. We better see this correctly, or it'll be me, and then eventually you they're coming for, my fellow Christians. That's who they're really after. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, share the love. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Thank you.